we are attached to truths whether or not we want to admit it. Your life is headed in a direction aided by decisions you make. With truths acknowledged, no challenge will consume you. Without truths, all challenges are burdens. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall make no idols. You shall not take the name of the Lord, your God in vain. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet above are the Ten Commandments from the Bible. Is it such a wrong way to live your life? Of course, the list can be interrupted a million ways, but what is the underlying message here? Maybe just to be a good person. The instructions do not mention who is in charge of enforcing them or who is specifically asking to follow them. No matter where you live in this world, your country accepts at least four of those commandments, which are adopted into laws that can be enforced. The truth is, whether you want to call them laws or commandments, they applied to our ancestors and continue to be relevant to us. We have successfully closed our minds that if a group of people claims something to be theirs, if you don't associate yourself with them, then you automatically disagree with their claims, even if it's universal. I'm the purpose of truths. There are too many things happening at once at all times. We can't absorb all information due to our limited capacity. It would be unimaginable if we could process every single event around us. Think system overload times a hundred. With the understanding of such design, there must be a base for us all to ground ourselves so that we can continue the linkage that makes us who we are. This is where truths lie. The Ten Commandments carry truths, and that is the reason it's adopted across time. Now the question of God comes into play because there are all sorts of views on our Creator. There is no need to debate, but there are wants to hold such discussions that lead to more confusion and separation among us. The phrase, the truth will reveal itself, has never been more appropriate until now. There is so much to live for than to worry about what others think is real or not. We can zero in on the second commandment, you shall make no idols. Even atheists can agree that idolizing money or material things is not a good way for anyone to behave. If that is not a good way means there is a better way. Many debates can arise from this as well, but as mentioned above, what good comes from spiritual arguments? Instead of spending so much time trying to convince people of one view, we can agree that following universal ways of treating each other is much more effective. The addition to the commandments, the foundation laid out by the Ten Commandments, is an excellent start to aligning us. Life doesn't end when following the truth. We are adaptive creatures as time changes our interactions and way of life. We need not eliminate our past, but build on it. As long as you can feel your actions being led by truths and your neighbor next door can connect to them and a stranger across the world can also feel the same truths, the world is open. 11. Love yourself. 12. Be kind. Those are the two commandments to be added to our time today. With those in practice, we can be in a better state to revisit those 10 rules before it. It is pretty hard to spread kindness if you don't love yourself. No religion or human system can get in the way of your inner being. Time and time again, we've seen hatred spread like a virus. And many times those starts from religion and human systems. If you step back and observe, you will notice that there are people like you and me behind those hatreds. And if they love themselves according to truths, there is no way such negative emotions would play out. In conclusion, in part one, 
we covered the discovery of truths which starts with asking the right questions. In part two, we covered how nature continues to show us examples of harmony and how we fail to see fundamental truth even in our own examples. In part three, we covered our response to fear and how we are making it powerful, but ignored the fact that truth can also be powerful. In part four, we covered stepping back from our present thoughts and seeking out truths in the journey we've experienced thus far. In part five, we covered how all of our relationships are extracted from truths and proper attention is needed to grow essential relationships. In part the sixth, we covered how you can test yourself to see if you are operating within truths and removing blinders. In part seven, we covered facing our fear to reach our ultimate purpose and using truth as the vehicle on the journey. In part eight, we covered the bumpy road to your true destiny, which will include embarrassing moments. In part nine, we covered the triangle foundation of body, mind, and soul in which truth glues together. In part 10, we covered the balance of attention to keep us stable as we face the ups and downs of life and have truth present for motivation. In part 11, we covered the ultimate responsibilities to complete our true purpose, regardless of not seeing the complete picture. In part 12, we covered the basic commandments of living with each other and truth surfacing when produced from a true place. I hope this series gave you a different perspective on truths and how to better orient yourself going forward.